Hi, everybody. Welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas. Thanks for tuning in today. If you've been listening at all to this podcast, you know that I love to write about the things that move me with the hope that they move you too. And that I genuinely believe that how we care for each other in this lifetime has an everlasting and eternal impact. This is all there is. So knowing that, I think it just makes sense that we talk about love. The word love is ubiquitous, right? It is everywhere all around us. It shows up in our daily lives, in our culture, in our vernacular, all the time. And the word itself is a noun that changes definition or meaning depending on the subject or object that it is attached to. For example, I love doing this podcast. I love my dog, Jackson. I love my husband. I love pizza. I love the beach. I love things that may not be good for me if I imbibe too much, like Diet Pepsi and red wine and dark chocolate. I love my sisters and my brothers and their beautiful children. I love so many things. I love a good night's sleep. I love taking a nap on a rainy day. I love God. The English language has one word for love, and we use it to express how we feel about everything, like I just did, how we feel about our significant others, our family, our parents, and also pizza, our new shoes, and maybe the Queen's Gambit or the Crown on Netflix, whatever we're binging lately, right? And this one word falls short to really convey how I feel about these things and the meaning they bring to my life. Obviously, the way I love my husband isn't the same way I love Diet Pepsi. And the way I love God isn't the same way I love my dog. I googled the word love, and I received more than 17 billion responses. And I did a search in Amazon Books, and I received more than 70,000 hits. More than 70,000 books about love currently on Amazon. So we love the subject of love. We talk about it, we sing about it, we write poems about it, books and movies. And we all have our favorite movies about love and relationships. I know that I do. And one of my favorites, one of my top five, maybe even my top three, is this movie called Love Actually. I love this movie. I remember sneaking out of work on a random weekday afternoon when it came out. I used to love to go to the movies by myself. And that afternoon, Love Actually had just come out. And so I went to see it all by myself. And as the name suggests, the movie is about love. And what makes it really great to me is that it has multiple storylines running through it that all intersect and connect at some point in really interesting ways. Of course, at the center of the movie are storylines of romantic love, right? There's the brokenhearted betrayal of a husband loving someone other than his wife, Emma Thompson. And then there's the brokenhearted grief of a husband, Liam Neeson, grieving the death of his beautiful wife. And there's new love that is scary and exciting and sometimes doesn't make sense, like the two... I don't even know their names, but they were the two naked actors who were stand-ins in porn movies. And then there was Hugh Grant, the prime minister, and Natalie. And then there was Colin Firth and the Portuguese woman that he fell in love with, and they didn't even speak the same language. What these three relationships have in common is it didn't seem to fit or make sense, but you can't deny what you feel, right? And then there was the young blonde guy who came to America looking for love. But what I really enjoy about this movie is that it explores other kinds of love, too. 
not just the romantic erotic love, it also explores deeply the love between a sister and a brother. Some of those scenes with Laura Linney and her brother just broke my heart and grabbed me almost more than the other relationships. And then there's Emma Thompson and Hugh Grant, who are brother and sister in the movie, and he shows up for her at a really critical time. And then there's the story of uh, Liam Neeson, who's grieving his wife, but the love that develops between him and his stepson is like the sweetest thing in the world. And then one of my other favorites is the washed-up rock star who is singing the hit song over the Christmas holiday and his loyal manager and how they realize how much they really love each other. So there's all these different kinds of love throughout that movie, which to me is what makes it a step above some of the other uh, movies that are out there. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but the ancient Greeks have four main words for love. They recognize that it takes more than one word to describe all these different kinds of love that we have adequately. And the four different words they use most commonly for love are philia, which is most like the love between friends. We all know the city of Philadelphia, and we know it is the city of brotherly love. It's supposed to be a friendly city, right? And it, it, the root of all of that is this ancient Greek word philia. Storge is the second type of love that the ancient Greeks talked about. And this is the love between family members, the love you might have for your brothers or your sisters and your parents. Eros is one we're familiar with and where the word erotic comes from. It is romantic love based on physical desire and attraction. And then finally, the fourth kind of love that the ancient Greeks talked about is agape which is the most powerful love of all. And what makes it more powerful than all the other ones is that it's not based on things that are fleeting. It's not based on relationship and whether or not I'm related to you. It's not based on feelings or human desires and actions, what you've done for me lately. This fourth kind of love, agape love, rises above and beyond human nature. It is found in sacrifice. It takes strength and courage. It is a decision, not a feeling or emotion. It's a motivation for action. It's a sacrificial love that voluntarily suffers inconvenience, discomfort, and even death for the benefit of another without expecting anything in return. Agape love is unchanging. It's solid. It's unwavering. It's permanent. Agape love loves when it hurts. It loves when it's uncomfortable. It is a decision, an action, a commitment, a resolve. Love like this changes lives. It is a powerful force that unleashes miracles, answered prayers. It is life-saving, world-changing, mind-bending love. Agape love is the kind of love that survives heartbreak, betrayal, disappointment, disagreement, anger, hopelessness, and mistakes. It can be subtle and quiet, but sustaining. And this kind of love changes people even if they don't know that it's happening, even if they don't receive it. I was lucky enough to witness this kind of love with my parents. They understand this magical force of agape love, and they've lived their lives committed to loving people, loving their family, and loving each other, even when we didn't deserve it especially with their children. 
You know, my parents had five kids, were all pretty stubborn and willful. And over the years, life happens. And they their love for us never wavered, even when we didn't deserve it, when we didn't want it, when we didn't understand it. It didn't matter. We made mistakes, big ones. It didn't matter. We brought home people and introduced people to our family that hurt us, hurt them, hurt our family. It didn't matter. We didn't always love them the same way. It did not matter. Their love for us was immovable because it wasn't contingent or dependent on any of those things or anything at all. It just was. As ministers, They love people the same way, people at large. It doesn't even matter who they are. They just love people. It's like something I've I've never really seen before. They just choose love on a daily basis, and they are there for people when it matters. Babies, funeral, weddings, all those major moments of people's lives. And, you know, they were there when it mattered. They were there when it mattered just because they are committed to this kind of love. My explanations of what agape love and what this kind of love, this powerful love really is, fall short because truthfully, it is hard to explain. It's hard to wrap our heads around it. We want everything to make sense. We want everything to be logical. We want it to be fair. And agape love is none of those things. It's not logical. It's not fair. And this, this kind of love, this powerful force that it is, is one of the great mysteries of life. And as with everything I contemplate, I needed to find a way to get comfortable with the mystery and the uncertainty and the inability to find words to make it all make sense. And when I think about it or think about trying to explain it, I realize that I don't know all that much about it, kind of like gravity. When I think about gravity and I think about trying to explain it, I realize that I don't know all that much about it. I wouldn't be very good at explaining what it is, what it does, and most of all, how it works, even though I use gravity every single moment of every single day of my life, right? It's always at work. Gravity is a powerful, invisible force that exists in our world. It is constantly working and pulling us in directions, and we don't even realize it is happening. We can't explain it. We don't know how it works or why it works, but we know that it does. And we don't think about it on a daily basis. Gravity is a law of the universe. And what do I know about it? Not much, but here it is. I know that I don't think about gravity on a daily basis, or at all, really, even though it's critical to my very existence. My life depends on it. My life depends on gravity, this life that I have here on this earth, and yet I don't give it a second thought. I have a very simple understanding of what it is and how it works. I know that Sir Isaac Newton discovered it one day when an apple fell from a tree in like the 16 or 1700s which was thousands of years into this modern civilization. So gravity was at work for a very long time before anyone knew what to call it or how to explain it. I know that gravity only attracts things. It doesn't repel or push away. I can't explain it, but I know I need it. Gravity is a universal force of attraction between all matter. It is an invisible force that pulls objects toward each other. It keeps us on solid ground versus the alternative of floating away into outer space, much like George Clooney in that awful movie that was, oddly enough, called Gravity. 
And I know this about gravity. I know that it works for all of us. If you live in this galaxy, in this solar system, on this planet Earth, I don't care what you look like, where you come from, or what your story is, gravity exists and is at work in your life, period. And now I'm sure you're going to start to see how I use everything I know about gravity to explain this kind of love, this agape kind of love. Love is a law of the universe. And as much as we talk about it, write about it, sing about it, make movies about it, we don't really understand how it works, but we know it does. My life depends on this kind of love, whether I know it or not. It has been at work since the beginning of time. Love has always existed. Love like this, this agape kind of love, only attracts and doesn't repel. I can't explain why, but I know I need it. Agape love, this kind of love, is an invisible force that pulls us all toward each other. The invisible force that holds us together and keeps us in a position so that we can do all the other things we're here on earth to do. It is non-negotiable. And just like George Clooney in that movie, we are lost without it. So we've talked about the four different kinds of love. We've talked about my favorite movie, Love Actually, and the different types of relationships. We've learned what the most powerful and life-changing love of agape is called. And we've used this analogy, this concept of gravity, to wrap our heads around agape love. Now the rest is up to you. You can keep going as you were before you knew all this, or you can recognize the invisible nature and power of love at work in the universe and in your life and decide to participate. Even if you've never known this kind of love, even if you've never witnessed it, even if you weren't given this kind of love from your parents or family, even if the world-changing, life-saving, mind-bending power of love is yours. It is for all of us. If you live in this galaxy, in this solar system, on this planet, at this particular point in time, I don't care what you look like, where you come from, or what your story is. Love exists and is at work in your life, period. Love is like gravity. It is a powerful, invisible, life-saving, world-changing, mind-bending force. Now you can decide what to do with it. Thanks for tuning in today. I know that your time is valuable, and I really do appreciate you listening. And I hope you got something useful out of this topic today. I hope it resonated with you. I hope it gave you something to wonder about, to ponder, to talk about with your friends. And what I truly hope is that you'll start to see love at work in your life, all around you in the universe. And I hope you start to see opportunities to participate in this kind of love and to give this kind of love. I know that our world will be a better place if we all recognize the power of love in our lives because it really will not only change others' lives, it will change your life. And who doesn't want that, right? You can go to kellybargamas.com slash podcast to listen to past episodes or to shoot me an email. Until we meet again, take care. <laughs>